Welcome to Feminine Fitness, a podcast for women that want to make simple shifts in their fitness and nutrition that make a big difference. I'm your host, Joelle, and I've been a health and fitness coach for over a decade. I teach women how to look and feel vibrant every day with workouts, food, and mindset changes that support feminine hormone cycles. Each episode, I will give simple tips that are easy to implement that align your goals with cycle syncing. If you feel like achieving your health and fitness goals is always a fight against your body, I want to help you stop the struggle and work with your body. I'm so glad you're here and welcome to today's episode. Hello, my friend. Welcome to today's podcast episode. Today, I'm going to be talking about meal planning and how I approach creating a weekly menu for myself and my family. I'm going to talk about how I approach what's going to go on the menu. And then at the end, I'm going to talk about how I be mindful and how I approach syncing with my cycle in accordance to um, what I'm eating for the week. So stick around for that. Wanted to let you know that this Friday, Friday, February 29th, if you're listening to this in real time. So Friday, January 29th is the last day to register for the Feminine Fitness Program because we start our group coaching on February 1st. And you guys heard the workshop from last week, and that is exactly what we're going to be deep diving in the Feminine Fitness Program. If you want a combo of learning this method of how to work with your body instead of against your body with your health and fitness goals and lifestyle, while also having group coaching support that's with a couple other ladies and and with me as your coach supporting you through the months of February and March with lifetime access to the Feminine Fitness Program, you want to get in on this right now. I already know that you have a gut feeling right now, and I want you to go along with whatever that is. If you are wanting to enroll or find more information about the Feminine Fitness Program, I know the link in the show notes has been kind of weird lately, but the link in my Instagram bio is always the tried and true, we'll get you the info, we'll get you the payment plan options, and you can enroll right then and there. When you enroll, you will get a message from me with an intake form. So I really do want to make this customizable to you. You can go on that intake form, fill out all the information about you, what you're struggling with, what goals you want to achieve, what cycles you want to stop self-sabotaging. And I'm here for you, sister friend. But if you want this intimate group coaching, you want to enroll by Friday, January 29th, so you can get in on this starting in February. I don't know when I'll do another group coaching ever again. Group coaching is really where it's at because there is intimacy, community, and support, but you also get lifelong access to the Feminine Fitness Program. So let's just hop right into the topic of today, which is about meal planning. So I don't always try new recipes. My family doesn't necessarily like, they're not the super pickiest of eaters, but they like familiar meals. Yes, sometimes I do make things that my family doesn't like. Sometimes I make things that are not healthy. And sometimes I make things that are completely healthy and I feel like my kids don't touch it and they end up eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. All of those things are normal. This is a side tangent. I feel like as women, we have set this unrealistic expectation on ourselves that it is our job, our duty, and of 
accolade of our worth if we make a home cooked meal that every single person in our family likes. Well, not even a chef at a five-star restaurant can accomplish that because if a chef at a five-star restaurant made the same meal and expected every single person in that restaurant to eat that one meal and that was the only option on the menu, not everybody would like it. Why do we as moms expect ourselves to make these meals that are healthy, our family completely enjoys them, everybody finishes their plate, they're nourishing, they're wonderful. It's an unrealistic expectation. And it's one where when you just toss it out the window of, yeah, sometimes I make extremely healthy meals and sometimes we have frozen pizza. It's all a part of life. And this will kind of roll into some of the tips that I have for you, but just let go of that unrealistic expectation that modern motherhood culture, I feel, has placed on us, okay? So the first thing that I do when I am approaching meal planning is I really just take a piece of paper. I have a section in my planner that allows me to do this, but I first go and look at the fridge, pantry, and freezer, So no, I don't start on Pinterest. No, I don't start on cookbooks. No, I don't look for food inspo in other social media apps. I genuinely go look in my fridge, my freezers, and my pantry because oftentimes that sparks ideas for meals based on items that we're already having. And I'm not one that necessarily follows like a strict grocery budgeting system, but I like spending my money on other things other than groceries or being wasteful. So I like that this also saves money because when you look at what's going on in your fridge, freezer, pantry, you can look at what you have excess of and see that sometimes you have items for pretty much a meal. You just gotta get a few things to finish it out. So for example, I went into my pantry and I saw that we had two jars of the Rouse, R-A-O. It's the best marinara sauce ever. We had it at Costco. I find, found it at Walmart. It's everywhere. It's the brand R-A-O. It's the best, 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 best marinara sauce. And like, we have two jars of that. Okay. Gets, I have the noodles. I have the beef. I actually already had everything on hand for spaghetti. What did I just need? A side for it because I like having sides with my spaghetti. My kids and my husband pretty much eat just spaghetti, but I like having some like veggies, a salad, roasted veggies or something with my spaghetti. Just what I like to do. And I was like, oh, I already have that meal on hand. While I was in the pantry, I also noticed that I had a jar of my dad's um, homemade tomato juice and a packet for chili seasoning and I had beans. And I knew in my freezer, I also had corn and ground beef. I was like, I pretty much have everything that I need for chili. I just need some bell peppers and celery because I love those two vegetables in my chili. And voila, that was like all I had to do for those meals. And so I really do base what I'm going to make first by what I already have and let it like just spark some ideas in there. Second thing I do, if I haven't like fully completed our menu or meal plan, I go to my fam and I ask them like, what do you want to have on hand for this week? Now, my boys are still pretty little, so it's basically my husband giving me some ideas maybe for a snack he wants to have on hand. He um, gets like a pre-cooked lunch, so I don't have to really worry about lunches for him. He intermittent fasts, so I don't really have to worry about breakfast for him. He just takes coffee and go some days. It's just basically like dinner, and if he gets home super hungry, he likes to have snack before dinner. 
Um, so he will just give some input on dinners. But then for weekends, of course, he'll say like, oh, can you get some cereal? Because he likes to have cereal on hand. Does he want ice cream that week? Like, I'm not saying my family is the picture perfect depiction of health. We're not. Um, I just look for ideas from my family. Bryce is starting to get, um, I'm trying to start to include him like with grocery shopping, asking him what kind of fruit he would like for the week, kind of making it a little bit more specific. And then when it comes to veggies, I'll, I usually get both anyways, but I like to ask him like, Bryce, do you want carrots or broccoli this week? And let him just choose. I typically get both, but it's just my way of trying to start getting my four-year-old involved with it. And my four-year-old actually does, well, did pre-pandemic, did amazing at grocery stores. But now that I'm doing majority of grocery pickup, it's not as easy for me to like show him like, oh, this is a cucumber. Should we try this out this week? Which he knows cucumbers. But what I'm saying is, is like, it's just kind of my way of including him in what what it is that we're having. And so I ask for my family's input. If they don't give me input, then guess what? I have a pretty harsh attitude about complaints during the week. And that's, like I said, my kids are so little. My husband doesn't necessarily complain, but he he has meals that aren't his favorite. But I'm like, if you don't say, you don't get to have a say. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Next week, he can totally help out with the meal planning then. Okay, so then I'm going into the actual meal planning. I've looked at what I have. I've asked fam for input. And what I start doing is I make two to three options for breakfast, lunch, and snacks. So for myself, mine is pretty consistent with my shake. And then sometimes I really do like having toast and peanut butter and an apple. Sometimes I like that mix of having my shake, which is filling and nourishment and nutritious. And then also there's that delight factor. I've talked about this before, nourish and delight of having something I'm actually chewing paired with my shake. Sometimes it's a breakfast sandwich. Sometimes it's a fruit choice and some of the chicken sausages that I get my kids that I like. It just kind of depends. But there, I have it. I have my my two options for breakfast. For my kids, one of their options is always the shake mix daily sunshine. And then the other option is my kids have literally eaten this pretty much every morning of their life, a frozen waffle. Sometimes I get a healthy choice. Sometimes I don't. A fruit, which is usually a banana, and these chicken maple sausages from Applegate Farms that I love so much. That has been our standard breakfast since my kids have been eating solid foods. For lunch, this again, my kids are at daycare four days a week. So I typically am just going for what am I having for lunch myself. I'll pick something based on where I'm at in my cycle. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But then there's also always leftovers as an option. Oftentimes when I am in my office working, I have to go heat up something really quick and I want to get back to doing my work. I love what I do. I love working. I don't want to spend a lot of time meal prepping and planning. So yes, a lot of times leftovers are that for me. But also my husband and I have been getting, sometimes I don't get it every single, every single month, but I like getting some pre-planned meals that have been prepared by a secondary company. And then it's just like a heat and go kind of thing. We, with being in our local area, there's one called Power Plate Meals. They do ship. I'll put the link for Power Plate Meals in the description of this. I personally love the Carolina brisket and also the Cajun shrimp shrimp with, I think it's like cheesy cauliflower mash. 
two favorite meals of all time ever, the meatballs, the, the porcupine meatballs, a fantastic choice too. But those are my top meals from there. When it's on the menu, I always am making sure I'm getting pl- power plates on those weeks. And then also like the burrito bowls. I like those too. But any who's old. This week, I was like, I'm making it easy for myself. I had chili on the menu for dinner, as I talked about before. So I knew my two options could be a power plate meal or chili. Okay. Um, And then snacks. That also depends on what phase I'm in in my cycle. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But I just create one to two options of snacks. And I do include if this, then that snacks. Like if I'm craving something sweet, then I'm going to have this. If I'm craving something salty, I'm going to have that. So for example, this week I have, if I'm craving something sweet, I got some Smart Sweets candy and Zevia, um, it's Stevia flavored pop. I'm going to have one of those two things. If I'm craving something salty, we have Pirate's Booty. I don't know. It's kind of like a kid's snack, but it's like this puff um, salty. I love it. I love it. I'll have a serving of that if I'm craving something salty. And those are the snacks that I kind of planned out for the week, but it also can just be based on where I'm at my cycle or what the season is going on. You know, in the summertime, I'm like always about watermelon. Like there's always a bowl of fruit in my fridge during the summertime. Not so we have fruit on hand, but it's more like apples and bananas during the winter, sometimes grapes, but where I live, there's just not a, an abundance of wonderful, amazing, fresh produce. So it does depend on the season as well. And then my next step is, so I've, I've gotten the options for breakfast, lunches, and snacks down. What I do is I plan out four dinners and I don't assign them nights. So on my piece of paper, I just write out one, two, three, four. I already told you for this week, I did chili, I did spaghetti, and then also based on what else was in my freezer and pantry, I found stuff for a sheet pan meal. What else do we got going down this week? We have, I always have frozen pizza on hand just because it's like one of my husband's and kids' favorite meals. Gosh, what else did I put on the meal plan? Stir fry. I put a stir fry on the menu for this week. So I have those four dinners. I don't assign them nights because oftentimes, you know, if I wrote down like we're going to have chili on Wednesday and actually Sunday night when there was like football going on and we were outside and it was cold out, chili sounded so much better. So for me, it just makes it work easier for us based on knowing we have the ingredients for those items. And then as we go throughout the week, we know that these are our options for what we have for dinner based on what I've gotten and prepped for. So then as I'm doing all this, I pretty much simultaneously have the Walmart grocery pickup app open on my phone. So I'm not the best at like writing down an actual concrete grocery list because like I said, I go through and we'll say like, oh, I'm in the pantry. Here's all the stuff we have for chili. What are the few things that I need? And I add that to cart. Oh, okay, this is the stuff we have on hand for breakfasts and smoothies and stuff. What are the loose ends I need to get? Okay, add those to cart. So I'm really kind of doing, I'm not writing down the grocery list. I'm actually missing the step of that and doing it right through the app. But if you're not using the Walmart grocery app pickup, you can write it all down on a piece of paper, the items that you need as you're kind of going through. So that is how I meal plan. It's, I look at what I have. I ask the fam for input. I give myself or my family, two to three options for breakfast, lunches, and snacks, four dinners, 
I pick four dinners, don't necessarily assign them to a night, and then place my grocery pickup order, or you could create your grocery list of the odds and ends that you need, and bam, there you go. That is how I meal plan. I have done it this way for years and years and years. The reason why I love this is because it's a structure, but there's also flexibility. So for example, if I've planned for myself for lunches, leftovers and a power plate meal. And if like today I'm like, oh, I don't really want that power plate meal option today. I'm going to have my leftover chili. That's a-okay and that's fine. Or if I want to have the power plate meal, not the chili, that's a-okay and that's fine. It's giving me options in the moment, but it's also structured, if that makes sense. So I'm not necessarily questioning everything that I'm eating. Now, how do I make this sync with what phase I'm in in my cycle? Now, I created a cheat sheet, a meal plan cheat sheet that the Feminine Fitness Program clients have. I created it for myself just because it makes it so easy for me on what cooking methods are good during this phase, what foods are good during this phase, and what are some realistic meal ideas for this phase that are in support of where I'm at in my cycle. Because where I'm at in my cycle can depict like, Am I really going to feel hungry for a lot of snacks? Or is this a phase where it's not necessarily a snacky phase and I don't need to have all the snacks on hand because I'm not really even going to think about it. So I have the meal plan in the Feminine Fitness Program and I often just look at it. So oftentimes before I even look in my fridge and my pantry, I think about what phase am I going to be in this week? And I evaluate from there. So this week I knew I was beginning luteal phase. And I know during luteal phase, this is the phase where we actually want to up our calories. Our body needs like over 200 more calories during this phase just because of all that's going on with our body and our hormones. I know the cooking methods for this phase is baking and roasting. So it's a really great idea to do um, crockpot style meals. The chili is great because of the beef and the beans for helping stabilize blood sugar and complex carbohydrates are great during this phase. So I do have just that awesome cheat sheet that I really love to reference to because it gives me examples of what foods are great for this phase. And I can know the cooking method, the hunger of what's going on in that, like in late, late luteal phase, I tend to do give myself three options for snacks instead of in follicular phase. I pretty much can write out one option for a snack because likeliness of me wanting to snack during my follicular phase is very low. But likeliness of me wanting to snack during ovule or during luteal phase, it goes up. And so I have the food list. So I, I often will look at that food list even for ideas for fruits and veggies. So luteal phase, apples. Apples are, that's why I'm talking about apples so much today because I'm going into my luteal phase. And during my luteal phase, that sounds really, really great and appetizing. And then I um, look at that meal planning from the Feminine Fitness Program because it really just gives me a great guidance of not necessarily like recipes you have to follow, but ideas for meals. You guys have heard me talk about the taco night example. So during follicular phase, I would do kind of like street style tacos. If you get the street taco kit from Costco, great during follicular phase. During ovulation, taco salad is really great and supportive. 
during luteal phase, burrito bowl style is great. And then like a taco soup would be awesome during menstrual. So that's really what my feminine fitness program meal plans looks like. Also syncing with my cycle has given me a sense of self. I can become aware of what my body needs in accordance to nourishment. I kind of touched on this a little bit about hunger and sometimes wanting to snack and sometimes not. Another thing is, is knowing like when, when you're really hungry, where you can allocate your calories. And what I mean by that is, is like, for example, I've noticed for me during late luteal phase, I'm not a huge fan of cooking at all. I don't even want to do it. A lot of times I even make something and I'm like, this just doesn't even feel good or sound good to me. I don't even want to eat it anymore. So that's another reason why during this luteal phase, I'm getting power plate meals or some type of meal service during this phase because I just, I just don't feel like it. I don't really feel like being that creative with my meals. And then I also know during late luteal that I'm hungrier in the beginning of the day, whereas during follicular and ovulation, I can do a solid intermittent fast where my body just isn't, doesn't need a ton of calories in that beginning of the day. I like having more of a bigger lunch and a moderate dinner. You know, this all has come because I've been syncing with my cycle for over a year now, you guys. And this awareness is just my personal information on how I can thrive nutritionally. And do you see how a lot of this brings variety in my nutrition? And that's why I haven't gotten sick of eating in this healthy way because it's supportive of my body, my hormones, but then also adds that variety of incorporating things that I like in the phase that is appropriate for it and oftentimes when I'm craving it. Because now that you know this information, you'll start to notice like during follicular ovulation phase, you'll be like, oh yeah, fresh salads do sound really good. Like a wonderful like crudite spread, is that what it's called? Spread of carrots and raw like raw veggies with a dip sounds great during follicular and ovulation and then in late luteal you're like I do not want to see a vegetable you know <laughs> like that that awareness is just so profound for your own personal goals I've said this before and I've, I'll say it again I saw Christina quoted it on Instagram that your body knows exactly what you mean you've just been numbing it with like these plans that other people have created or thinking that other people are going to have the solution and the route to get to your goals, but you have everything that you already need to achieve your goals. It's about getting to know you, okay? So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It was really, really longer than I expected, but I, I really do think it was full of valuable information. I hope it's just an easy way for you to know that meal planning doesn't have to be this huge complex thing. You don't have to make a bunch of things that your family's not going to eat. You don't have to go off the wall with like trying new recipes all of the time and getting all these ingredients that you use once. It can be so simple and it can be something that you and yourself and your family thrive in because this is all being catered to what you guys like and your lifestyle. So I wanted to remind you one last time before we end out today that Friday January 29th is the last day to enroll in the Feminine Fitness Program. The link and the information is in my Instagram bio. And then once you have enrolled, I am so excited to get to know you even more. And we will start the first week of February. So thanks so much for listening today. Truly appreciate you and sending you my love.